the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us. Moral purity, globally speaking, it appears to be nearly extinct. The Bible teaches that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. We have turned so far away from God that we are self-destructing. God's word assures us that he knows the plans he has for us, plans to prosper us, to give us hope and a future. Yet we rely and depend on our own imperfect self-sufficiency rather than our perfect God. Listen with Bible, pen, and paper handy as Pastor Rander enlightens us today. If the church does not repent, come into the church now. If the church does not repent, humble herself, pray, and seek the face of God and turn from her wicked ways, then judgment will fall upon this nation. If the church does not repent, humble herself, pray, seek the face of God, and turn from her wicked ways, then judgment will fall upon this nation. Second Chronicles 7, 14 says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. I know this passage is in the Old Testament context, and I know he's speaking to Israel, but be it known to you today, this principle is just as true. This truism in scripture is just as good for the church today because the church is his people just like Israel is his people. My friend, God is not waiting on the White House. God is not waiting on celebrities. God is not waiting on coaches. God is not waiting on athletes. They just spewing out all of what they think. I don't need them telling me what I should do. And they lost themselves for the most part. God is not waiting on the secular media. God is not waiting on talk shows. God is not waiting on political pundits. God is not waiting on political movements to affect this nation for righteousness. God is waiting on his church. God is waiting on the bride of Christ to shine and be light for Christ in a dark, sinful, corrupt nation. God is waiting on his church. He is not waiting on Hollywood. He is not waiting on some influential person on a talk show. God is waiting on Maranatha and all of the churches and all of the true churches in the Lord Jesus Christ. Number four, we keep judgment from falling upon America if we as a nation would turn from idolatry to the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the true and living God. We keep judgment from falling on America if we as a nation would turn from idolatry to the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the true and living God. First Thessalonians chapter one, verses nine through 10, it says, for they themselves report what kind of reception you gave us. They tell how you turn to God from idols to serve the living and true God. 
and to wait for his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who rescues us from the coming wrath. Hear me well, beloved. An idol is anything that replaces the one true and living God. I reiterate, an idol is anything that replaces the one true and living God. It can be things like technology, television, witchcraft, fashion, appearance, obsession with your physique and shape. It can be sports, music, people, career, love of possession, graven images and pictures. It can also be any system of thought that we can find ourselves seeking instead of relying on Christ. Again, it can be any system of thought that we find ourselves seeking instead of relying on Christ, such as astrology charts, listening to scientists as the answer to everything, putting your family above God, trusting in our military more than Christ. And we can even make idols out of ourselves through pride and self-exaltation. Beloved, the sin of idolatry will destroy America. I say it again, the sin of idolatry will destroy America. Exodus chapter 20 verse 3 says, you shall have no other gods before me. Exodus 20 and 3 says, you shall have no other gods before me. Number five, to keep judgment from America, the church must wake up and be salt and light for Christ in a dark, wicked nation. God holds the church responsible for the condition of our nation. And the reason the nation is in bad shape is because the church is in bad spiritual shape. The church is in the spiritual ICU unit. To keep judgment from America, the Lord's church must wake up and be salt and light for Christ in a dark, wicked nation. To be salt is to be a preserving spiritual influence in a corrupt nation. Again, to be salt is to be a preserving spiritual influence in a corrupt nation. And this nation is most corrupt to its core. We are also called to be light in a nation filled with satanic darkness. Satanic darkness is all over this country. This is no time for the church to be apathetic. This is no time for the church to be lethargic. This is no time for the church to be spiritually asleep. It's time to get out of our homes and be aggressive with our faith and refuse to allow a virus and fear to keep us from our mission for Christ. I repeat again, it's time to get out of our homes and be aggressive with our faith and refuse to allow a virus and fear to keep us from our mission for Christ unless there are circumstances beyond your control. Uh, health conditions beyond your control. Church, it is high time. It is high time to awake out of sleep and be about the Father's business. The scripture says in Romans 13, 11, and do this. You want to know what to do? The scripture says, and do this. You want to know what to do? And do this, knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep for now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. 
The church is a restrainer that keeps America from judgment. The church is a restrainer that keeps America from from judgment. If the church is not doing what God has commissioned her to do, then we are most negligent in our responsibility and we dilute our restraining influence as salt and light. One of the primary tools that Satan uses in his arsenal against the church is to do everything he can to break the unity of the spirit. He's a specialist in breaking the unity of the spirit and the work of God outside the walls of the church is left undone. This is why Jesus prayed that the church would be one as he and the father are one. The gospel of John chapter 17 verses 20 through 22 says, I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word. Verse 21, that they all might be one. Jesus prayed before he left earth that the church would be one. Believers would be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. I mean, when we're operating in the unity of the spirit, only then can America believe that God sent Jesus to die for the sins of the world. Verse 22, and the glory which you gave me, I have given to them. Who is them? The church, the believers, that they may be one just as we are one. Jesus prayed earnestly in intercessory prayer that the church would be unified in a spirit of oneness to impact this wicked nation to the glory of God. We don't have time to be looking at each other cross-eyed, talking about each other, gossiping about each other. We need to be a united front advancing the gospel in a sinful nation to the glory of God. Why don't you say amen? Amen. Beloved, we look more like Christ when we are functioning as one in Christ before our own looking world. This is why God hates strife. This is why God hates division. This is why God hates grumbling. This is why God hates sowing discord. This is why God hates backbiting and the like. 1 Corinthians 11, 18 says, For in the first place, when you come together as a church, I hear that division exists among you. And in part, Paul says, I believe it. In Titus chapter 3, verse 10, the scripture also says, As for a person who stirs up division... That's dangerous. It's dangerous, y'all, for a person who stirs up division after warning him once. All right, that's number one. And twice, have nothing more to do with him. Don't sit down and have coffee with him. Don't go out, don't, don't, don't go to a restaurant established with him. Withdraw from him so they can be convicted. Because that's tearing up the church. Tearing up the church. A united church that does not allow gossip, that does not allow slander that does not allow backbiting, that does not allow jealousy, that does not allow strife and politics to infiltrate her will affect this nation for righteousness and advance the kingdom of God in America. Number six, judgment will come upon a nation that puts her trust in leaders of government instead of the one true and living God. Judgment will come upon a nation that puts her trust in leaders of government Instead 
of the one true and living God. Some of y'all think that the government is our savior. The government is not our savior. And I submit to you today, there's coming a day when the government that so many are in love with is going to turn against you and we are going to be shocked. Be shocked. Psalms 146, 3 through 6 and verse 10. You need to read that whole 146 number of the Psalms. I had to shorten it for the sake of time, but you read the whole number of Psalms, 146. But I'll just read verses 3 through 6. And verse 10, it says, do not put your trust in princes, these are government leaders, in human beings who cannot save you. Why don't y'all say amen? Do not put your trust in princes, in human beings who cannot save. When their spirit departs, they return to the ground. On that very day, their plans come to nothing. Blessed are those whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord their God. He, God, is the maker of heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them. He remains faithful forever. Verse 10, the Lord reigns forever. Your God, O Zion, for all generations, praise the Lord regardless of As to who is president, you realize that God is on the throne and you don't have to fall to pieces whether your candidate makes it to presidency or not. Don't you, oh, what we going to do is bad and you start throw yourself a pity party. God has said, I dare you act like I'm not on the throne. I raise up. I put down. I'm in control. Don't you act. What what you talking about? You mean you are hurt and so mad because your candidate didn't make it? Both of them not going to make it. Why don't y'all say amen? I ought to get an amen on that. You're not going to have two presidents. But we only got one God. Oh, that's weak. We only have one God. We only have one God. He's on the throne. He rules. He reigns. He raises up and he put down. He's God all by himself. Beloved, no elected official is our savior. I say it again. No elected official is our savior. Only the God of the Bible is our Lord and God. The laws of man will never transform the heart of man. Did you get that? The laws of man will never transform the heart of man. They can't legislate the heart. Jeremiah 17, chapter 17, verses 9 through 10 says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I test the mind, even to give every man according to his way, according to the fruit of his doings. Therefore, we must never put our trust in leaders of government. I'm going to say it again until it sinks in your spirit. We must never put our trust in leaders of government instead of the one and true living God, Jehovah God, the God of Scripture. The government and our elected officials are not our Savior because they are all sinful human beings who cannot ultimately save us. They will all die and their plans will come to nothing. That's in that scripture in case you misread it or you overlooked it. Number seven, instructing our children in righteousness 
will save America from judgment. Instructing our children in righteousness will save America from judgment. We must indoctrinate our children to keep them from falling prey to seductive teachers that seeks to lure them away from the path of Christ. Your children here today are in the best place, the best place. They're in the Lord's house. The public schools, the secular system is educating our children away from God. That's why you have so many Christian schools popping up and home schools and, 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 and even virtual learning now is to our advantage. Everything about the virus is not bad. Virtual learning under your authority, at least they're not being sucked in by the political system and the secular system. You get to shape your child's life to the glory of God. Stop complaining and start indoctrinating them for heaven's sake. Oh, I wish the teachers go back. You the first teacher. You the first teacher. Proverbs 22, 6 says, train up a child. Train up a child. That little child just sitting right there I'm looking at with that mask on. Train up a child. If you don't want that child to be a little hootlum, if you don't want that child to go to jail, if you don't want that child to be running the street and knocking folk out, train up a child. Train up a child. Teach a child to love. Teach a child to give. Teach a child to pray. Teach a child the fundamentals of the faith. Teach a child so strongly that the greatest attempt of the devil won't cause them to bow. Train up a child in the way he or she should go. And when he or she is old, he will not depart from it. We need to place God first in every aspect of life. We must train our children to stand up against the secular culture in our society that wants to wipe them out. Parents, you must teach and give your children a biblical worldview. They need to know how to live in a fallen, sin-cursed world. They need to know how to defend their faith and to make godly decisions in a wicked nation. In the secular educational system, our children will be confronted with professors and teachers who teach that they can create their own reality, that they can create their own reality. They will propagate socialism, political correctness, the idea that God is irrelevant and relativism where there is no absolute moral standard. Therefore, we should pray for boldness and wisdom for our children to stand for Christ and have the discernment to know when to speak and when to keep silent. Be it known to you today that there is a battle for the soul of this nation and the soul of our children. When Satan has stolen our children's morals, when Satan has stolen our children's values, when Satan has stolen our children's integrity, When Satan has stolen our children's convictions, when Satan has stolen our children's identity, when Satan has stolen our children's character, truly he has stolen the soul of future generations. Last but not the least, God will spare and even bless America if she returns to the foundational Judeo-Christian beliefs principles and values established by our founding fathers of this nation. I say it again because it's rather lengthy. God will spare 
and even bless America if she returns to the foundational Judeo-Christian belief. Return to the principles, return to the values established by our founding fathers of this nation. Psalms 11 and 3 says, if the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? Prayer is being taken out of public gatherings. There is a disdain for the word of God to include the burning of the Bible, the breakdown of the family unit. There's a drastic decline in integrity. Nativity scenes are being replaced with Frosty the Snowman. Law and order are being replaced with lawlessness, confusion, and chaos, and so much more. America is destined for judgment if she rejects the word of God. America is destined for judgment if she rejects prayer. America is destined for judgment if she muzzles the voices of those who are proclaimers and teachers of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, who are establishing and building the biblical foundation upon which our children need to stand. Again, I say to you, as it says in Psalms 11.3, if the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? Repeat after me. If the foundations are destroyed. What can the righteous do? I want you to say it as loud as you can. I want you to stand up and say it as loud as you can. I want you to say it, I mean, as loud as you say it, like, like make, make, make Satan flee. Make him run. I, I want you to hold up your Bible. Some of y'all got those little, ca- little technology, but, but you ought to be holding up a real Bible by now, okay? Hold up that Bible, hold up it, And I want you to say it as loud as you can. Say Psalms 11 and 3. Oh, y'all can go better than that. When those, when those football teams and all these World Series, y'all scream at the TV. But why don't you, why don't you shout out to God who can hear? Come on, Scripture gets Psalms 11 and 3. Yes, if the foundation are destroyed, what can the righteous do? Can you go a bit, a bit louder? If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? If the foundation are destroyed, what? 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 What can the righteous do? What can the righteous do? And all God's children said, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And all God's children, you may be seated in the presence of God. Oh, God. I preached myself tired, sweated up my suit, because I mean business for you. Father, some saints have become so desensitized and so caught up in the culture, so caught up in social media, so caught up in the political pundits, so 
caught up in political parties that when they hear the truth, they struggle to receive it. Father, you're not waiting on the White House nor Hollywood. You're not waiting on some basketball coach or some basketball or football superstar to tell us what to do. At the end of the day, it's all about your word. Father, help us to get serious about the condition of our country because at the end of the day, it's not just about us. We're voting for our children, our children's children, and our great-grandchildren. And if it looks like this now, what will this nation look like 20 years from now? Or will this nation even be in existence? Please, God, have mercy upon us. Please, Lord, forgive us. Please, Lord, have mercy on us. Please, Lord, save us. Please, Lord, help us. In Jesus' name. All God's children said, Amen. You've heard the message. It's not a popular message. It's not a message that makes you jump and shout. It's a message that challenge your thinking so that you won't be carried away with the winds of deception. Don't allow Satan and demons of lies to manipulate you and dupe you. You can count on God, but can God count on you? You're here today without Jesus. In the midst of all this sin and lawlessness, all of our hearts should be grieved today. And we'll go home and watch the Cowboys and forget all about the message, forget what we heard, and won't even share it with anybody. This message is not just for you. It's for those you know and live with and kin to and those who cross your paths in life. The Bible says, believe on the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. This country is too bad off for you not to be saved in Christ today. You are either in Christ or you out. You either know him or you don't. You're either saved or you're lost. You come to Christ now. Children come to Christ. Adults come to Christ. Husbands and wives come to Christ. Some of you don't have a church home. You need to be in an ark of safety. You need to be in a place where you can be nurtured, ministered to, built up, and convicted. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.